Howdy, Eds. JP, Corey from the tailgate of the Baggy Football. Brought to you by Frida Homes, building Aggie dreams. FridaHomes.com. Corey, everybody loves Love their Frida, Frida Homes. Folks, don't forget to email us at axtailgate at gmail.com. Visit us on the YouTube channel, uh, Facebook, you know, the all the good old social media apps. Um, yeah, stuff I'm not on. Stuff that... Probably there you go. Uh, leave some commentary because, man, we love y'all's comments. We'll share them here on the episode. Corey, we're going to obviously talk a ton of recruiting today. Uh, we'll get into some of the portal stuff. We will talk about the current state of the roster. But let me start here. Baseball, ranked number four in the preseason. Thoughts? I think it's huge. I mean, it could be a kiss of death. It hasn't been good for us. Aggie football team started number six in the nation. Our basketball team was preseason, you know, not maybe so much top 25, but right on the fringe, but they're falling off. So, I don't know. I yeah. like to go into a season thinking that not a lot of expectations and be surprised, but. Hey, I think Aggies have something positive to look forward to. Obviously, the performance of that baseball team last year was huge. Um, let's just hope they can follow through this year and, and continue to continue to improve and, and, and perform. So yeah. uh, I like I like I like the fact that there's some expectations because at the end of the day, this this institution needs to have and produce under the expectations. Right. And they have they should have constant expectations in football, basketball, baseball. We have constant expectations. It's not good. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? We have expectations. All right, so let's get into recruiting. Look, I think overall, just as a general concept here, I thought Jimbo did a good job. Jimbo and his staff did a good job of sort of closing out so far in the recruiting cycle, this, this early signing period. They've still got Hicks and the big the big uh, Samu kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, six, four, six, 380 three, pounds. Three, yeah. You know, and... You know, that may sign by the end of the week. Hicks, I think, is supposed to announce on Friday or sign on Friday. Um, he's still got Oregon and Oklahoma pursuing him. But, you know, the class right now is, including those guys, is at 18. Is at 18 and is ranked all the way up to 14. Mm-hmm. You know, for a long period this year, they weren't even in the top 25. Um, they've managed to get there, and they've got some positions, and we'll get into that, of need that are going to be important for this roster. So let's let's start with Hicks yep. because I think that he's obviously a guy that is extremely talented. He's a five-star. He's one of the best players in the country at defensive line. He's, he's a guy that really fits the mold of what the Aggies like to use on the defensive line. He's a guy that could go outside, inside, a lot like Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, even Stewart. A, a Stewart, you can you can you can do some of that with yeah. right, um, and so he's in that mold of those guys, a Leal. If you go back a couple of years, yeah. right, and he's got those the, that sort of talent. So to keep him to keep him and and get him signed, and keeping this class in the top fifteen would be a big deal for Jimbo. Not that they're done yet, because obviously they got the second signing period. Right. But to me, 
this is pretty much it at hmm. this point. Uh, I mean, like you said, he's a he's a big get. He's not a huge need because, like you said, we have a lot of returning. That's one position of depth is the defensive line. We lost a couple of players to the transfer portal, and I know one for sure, uh, Judy. Yeah. But at the same time, we have so much talent there. We knew this was going to happen. We talked about it before. Like, there's so much depth. How many of these guys can we keep, keep them happy? And the one thing we did do is freshmen, they got playing time on the defensive line. They, they, they rotated them in and out, and they played them at, almost out of position at times. Mm-hmm. We put them almost as a linebacker over Overton. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we saw that, and we are like, what are they doing? Uh, but – at the same time, hey, uh, we're almost D-line university now. I mean, it's crazy. Look, as an overall, I'll say this, and, and ranked 14th in the country, 15th, depending on who you, who you, who you read. The, the thing to me about this class is it's not as big, right? It's, it's, it's only 18 players right mm-hmm. now. It's not the 29 or you know, whatever that we had last year. But I do think that it hits some positions of need. And so I think more importantly – You've got to hit on these guys to actually fit what you're trying to do defensively, right. offensively, and make sure you're getting guys that are going to be productive for us, not just talent, right? It's it's a lot more important to get the right fit than just just the highest rated guys. And that was proven last year. We didn't get a lot of the right fits. We got, uh, I don't know if it was individuals that we got that wanted to, stand out, which, I mean, I'm sure everyone does, but at the same time, it just didn't fit. And uh, to be an Aggie means something. It's not just to go out there and play football, but you represent the school and the name on the jersey. And we had some guys last year that didn't want to do that. So we've, we've talked about Hicks and, 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 you know, his importance to this class, but there's there, I think there's more important groups here. Yeah. And we'll get to – Look, we're going to get to Ruben Owens, our other five-star, yes. who did sign, by the way. But I want to start with a couple of groups that I think are key and very important in this in this class. As needs? As needs. Okay. All right. And let's start with the offensive line group. And okay. four signees, Bertrand, Besantis, Shanahan, and Thomason. You know, Besantis, to me, is the best of the, of the four He's a guy that projects inside. I think he could possibly play on the right tackle side. Mm-hmm. He's he's nimble enough to do it. I think he played tackle in high school. But the dude is one of those offensive linemen that you watch and you just say, I love the fact that that dude is so mean. Right. Like, when he hits somebody, he he throws them off their balance, and then he goes to kill them. Right? <laughs> he doesn't just stop. He, right. just, he wants to finish a block. And it's something that we don't necessarily see a lot from our offensive line. Yeah. That dude's got a killer instinct that is fun to watch. Not only that, but he's got pretty good feet. You get him out in space and he sees a target, a defensive back or a linebacker man. Yeah. He wants to he wants to punish those dudes. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um and to add a guy like that to me is a guy that's gonna get on the field at some point. And he he brings an attitude to the offensive line that that changes how that offense. No, I agree with you. And the thing you said need, I I think O line is a need. I think you need at least four or five guys a year. That every are, year, every year. That's just something you need every year because it's such a 
you can't lose your whole offensive line and then try to rebuild. You need guys that are coming in with experience. That means a lot. We saw what happened last year, a young offensive line in some positions. And this guy that you're talking about, he I'm hoping that he doesn't have to come in and play right away. If he has to come in and play right away, then like we probably not good. It's not a good sign. You know, and, and you're right. So right now we feel like we're gonna get all five turning starters back right. on this offensive line. That is true. Maybe. But like you said, offensive yeah. line is one of those positions you have to rec- – there's five of them on the field at all times. Right. You have to recruit them every year, and you've got to get a number of them every year. Yeah. And we're not done on, with the transfer portal, right? There's going to be guys, whether it waits until started, after the spring. Have we started with the transfer portal? We haven't started getting anybody. Yeah, you. exactly. But after the spring, when f- folks figure out, hey, look, I'm not really going to get any playing time, there's going to be another group that takes that takes yeah. takes a hike, right? We got some guys in mind who it might be. Yeah, and so this offensive line group right now looks good, but you need to continue to fill behind it, and I think that's got to be the basis of your recruiting class. And I believe this group does it. He is going to be the cornerstone of that. But Shanahan and Thomason are both guys that are also big time gets. Um, Thomason projects to the tackle. To me, he's a little, he's a, he's a little bit of stiff, you know, he doesn't have that same sort of mean streak that you, that you look at there. You know, I'm not sure that he's, he's definitely not ready to play yet, but he's that big body, you know, guy that, that definitely fits the mold, you know, and then. Betran is is a big old boy that's you know projected as a guard. You know he's a three, he's only a three star, but the dude, the dude, if you watch him play, comes off the ball incredibly well and moves moves some folks right. So he's got some some positive. I hear what you're saying. I I don't. If we ever have to get offensive linemen that are true freshmen that need to play right away, and there's not a whole lot of them that are ready to play major D1 SEC football at any level, at any yeah, right away. But I mean, yeah, I think it's a big get to getting these offensive linemen to where they can gradually. It's not like getting a freshman wide receiver or a freshman running back that can come in and make a difference right away because of speed. But I see what you're yeah, saying. Because all these guys still need technique work. Yeah, right? I mean, technique, they need to learn the technique. Stronger. And they're going to have to get stronger. They're going to have to do all these yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you like the guys that you can see and have got that body to already build around and have good feet, mm-hmm. you know. And so this group right here has shown some of that. Right. I so it's a good group. Another group that I think is – Key and a lot of these guys have come in late. Is the tight end it, not the tight end group? Sorry, the linebacker group. What's the tight end? <laughs> the linebacker group because yeah. the linebacker group is a group of need. <laughs> it's Obviously, huge. White huge. Lee, you know, left Ish yeah. Harris, Ish left Harris, yeah. you know, so guys in the transfer portal. The the depth chart's pretty thin at linebacker. Yeah. And so adding Johnson, Sanford, and York, Sanford may end up being a little bit more of a rush end type guy. Yeah. But those guys are need position guys. Need. And they're going to come right in and be on the field from day one because you're going to need them in special teams. Yep. And probably to fill a little depth even on the defensive side because really your only returning linebackers Cooper. are Cooper and, and Lee and Russell. Yeah, Cooper and Cooper Russell. Cooper and Russell, right? So, so these guys are going to get on the field. Right. Huge, huge get on those guys. I think so, too. I mean, but it depends on how the defensive coordinator uses linebacker. Last year, I mean, I don't know if he takes offense to what we say or not, but he did a horrible job of the linebackers. Yeah. I mean, we had no idea what they were doing out there sometimes. Cooper, our best coverage linebacker by far, 
I don't know where he was at halfway through the season. He was on the bench somewhere, what happened. He had Russell and Lee out there, two guys we didn't even talk about at the beginning of the season, getting yeah. most of the playing time. White, who we talked a lot about last year, he's gone now. But, I mean, yeah, these guys, they need to develop them. They that's, need to. That's the problem we're having is development. You know, and here's the other thing, right? I think these linebackers would have a whole lot easier go of it if they had four defensive linemen in front of them, protecting them and allowing them to get to the football. Don't even get started on that. Let's not go into the weeds on that, but that's all I'm saying. Needless to say, I guess my biggest point here is we didn't have very many linebackers left on campus. No. These guys are need guys. Exactly. They're going to get playing time just because. Martel Harris is another guy that they listen to linebacker. He played a lot more as almost as a rush end right. uh, for this defense last year. But, I mean, the guys are going to get on the field just because we don't have anyone else to put out there. Right? There's, there's no other bodies. And we're missing out on guys in the transfer portal left and right. The other position group that I think needed this and probably could have used a few more numbers, actually, is in the defensive backfield. Yeah. yeah, the secondary. Because yeah. at the end of the day, right now, with all the guys that entered the transfer portal, you got Chappelle. Yep. You've got... No, Chappelle's back. Is that Chappelle back. Okay, yeah, you're talking yeah. about that's back. Yeah, Harmon back at Harman corner. Back. That's two. And... You have Gilbert in the safety. You got Anderson at safety. The three freshman safeties that played a lot last year. Kerr. Kerr, Anderson, Matthews. Right? Yeah. And you've got... And, and, and so you've got... You don't have a whole lot of depth in that. No. You lost Jones. Both Joneses, pretty much. Both Joneses, um, but Harris, Harris Smoke, Smoke Bowie, you know, and Gross Killebrew jumped in the other day. Yeah, another big time ball player on the outside at cornerback. And Antonio's going so, pro. Yeah, and and, and Antonio Johnson's going pro. We don't know what Damani Richardson's case is yet. We were talking about that earlier. We don't know. Does he have another year of eligibility? Does he want to come back? I don't think his stock has risen and he go to the NFL. He he played out of position, not. He was just out of position a lot yeah. last year. He got lucky on a couple plays, and and I th- and I do think he's I do think he's a guy that's gonna is gonna be gone, you know. And so you can't expect him to be back on this for this defense, um, and you know. So what I, we get three guys at DB and Brooks, Rogers, and Thomas, and the good thing about these three guys is that they pretty much all three of them have some versatility to them. Versatility in that they can play the nickel, they can play on the corner, they can play in the safety. The, you know, the two small school guys sat in there at, at LaGrange and Shiner, and they played all over the field. Played offense, they played defense, they played everywhere. They're football players. You well, know you have to do smaller schools. Right. Smaller schools, you have to go both ways. But yeah, I agree with you, yeah. And so those guys are going to end up being the debt for this team next year. It's going to be freshmen backing up your starters in the secondary. Right. And so you've got to have these bodies. We play five guys in the secondary at all times, three safeties, two corners, or three corners, two safeties, whatever you want to talk about. Five guys. We're only going to have 10 scholarship guys out there as of right now. Now, will they probably add somebody in the transfer portal? Sure. They're going to try to anyway. They're going to try to for sure. But the question is, who is it? And is are they going to be? What's their talent level? Where are they coming from? What, you yeah, know, are they going to be able to play? Yeah, you don't know. We don't know. You know, the two big names for a long time were the guys out of North Carolina. I don't know if anybody watched North Carolina play defense last year, yeah, but they were one good. of the worst defenses in the country. Wasn't good. So, you know, and I understand people. You get excited about the guys coming in and all that stuff, and of course you do. However, we need 
we need talented players out there, not just players. Yeah, and that's what we had. La- we had talented players last year. It's just our defensive scheme sucked. But hey, that's last year. Hopefully, it'll change a little bit. Hopefully, they can watch some tape and see what they did wrong. Yeah, uh, another defensive lineman, Kennedy, Russian type guy. Um, I think he's a great addition because we've talked about it before. We need some of those guys that just can go off the edge and go pressure the quarterback. He's that type of dude. Um, the and, Stanford kid is, is also in that mix. Yeah. You know, you add that with Scylla, who got some playing time, uh, who got some playing time uh, last year, as well as Overton uh, that can do that in digs. Now you're starting to build some of that depth at that defensive end spot that can just go. And that's the thing. Our defensive lines would be a year better. We had a bunch of young guys playing last yep. year. That should definitely be a strength. We thought it was going to be a strength last year. This year should be even a bigger strength. Our secondary, which was a strength last year, kind of iffy right now, huh? A little bit. Yeah. In the linebacker situations, either the same, if not worse, than last year. Because last year we were excited about Cooper and White coming it's in. worse here. because of the depth, for sure. But we had no idea he was a runner. Three man front the whole right. whole damn season. Just about. Yeah, so he's look. He he's not going to have the same depth in the secondary so that he can throw out six DBs all the time, right? I mean, right. so well he'll have them out there. He's, they're just not going to be the talent. You know. Yeah. So the question is, you know, how does he compensate for that? Hopefully, he's compensating by putting more defensive line on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to stop the. But once again, with the class, so three in the secondary. That's good. We could probably use another, right? Yeah. We've got three linebackers. That's great, right? Yeah. Four offensive linemen. That's good. You know, we didn't need a ton of defensive linemen. We got two, three defensive linemen. That's that's fine. Yeah. You know, but that that adds to those numbers. That's the thing. It's what you're saying. It's great to get three guys in the secondary, but we didn't plan on losing four guys in the right. secondary. We got three guys at linebacker, which is great, but we didn't plan on losing two or three guys at linebacker. Right. So it's not... It's it's almost breaking even. It's not like adding to the talent base. We're not so much we lost the talent, we, so it's we're and, even. And that's that is that is going to be the the biggest question going into next year for me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's two. One is going to be the offensive scheme, right? The second one, and we'll get into some of that later. But yeah. the, the second one, the second piece is how does this team develop depth wise? When you no longer have that group there, that's supposed to be the group moving. Exactly. Up that's the, the ranks, that's the right? thing. It's like we're losing talented players that were supposed to be our next guys up. It's like you know yeah. what they say: the next man up. Our next man up is guy coming straight out of high school. Now. Right. It's not a guy that we had a chance to develop. And you know, you hear, I mean, you hear it from all these, in in all these groups and everything else, Aggie groups and the football groups and all this stuff, and they talk about the fact that. Oh, we didn't lose any really any players of consequence, no starters. Well, first of all, we lost a ton of, a ton from that freshman class mm-hmm. that's supposed to be the group that starts to take this team to the next level of talent. Mm-hmm. But second of all, you lost guys that were expected to be that next starter. And as far as starters concerned, White was a starter, Delier was a starter. Yeah. You know, those guys started games for us. So did King, by the way. So Yeah. There are starters in that group that, that left. Jalen Jones went to the NFL. He was one of your starters. Antonio, Antonio Johnson going to the NFL, one yeah. of your starters. He, he, even Jones, the other cornerback, started for this team at times. George yeah. started for this team at times, mm-hmm. right? 
These are guys that have gotten time on right. the field, even as starters. So the idea that, hey, we haven't – well, maybe they weren't starting at the end of the year. Some of that was – by the way, Marshall started this year, right? Well, that's I mean, the position you're about to talk about. The other guys we had, right? And so <clears throat> the losses are significant. Let's go to – and let's go there. Let's go to the skill position, offensive skill position, guys. Now. Yeah. And – Let's start with the quarterback read, and I think this is a huge, huge get because yeah. <laughs> that quarterback room got pretty thin pretty quick, right? No King, <clears throat> King's gone. Stowers, Stowers gone. Yeah, I mean you've got Johnson and you got Connor, and that's it. And you feel confident about Johnson being there? I don't feel so confident about Johnson. Johnson may very well be leaving at some point. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But the point is that there's no bodies. Yeah. Like Reed's gonna be in the depth chart from day one. Right. As a freshman. Right. I'll tell you what, I watched this kid play and he's an incredible athlete, one. But and I'm not gonna say he's not look. I know what you're gonna say. You told this, me already. Let me back this. Let me back up. Need to get ready for this. Get ready. Get ready for this. Because they're gonna get excited. He's not Johnny Football. Oh, he's not? Not. But he's got a similar, like, throwing motion. What he's, he's close to it, everybody. He's All I'm saying is, he re- like, watching him play some, he reminds you at times of things that Johnny did. That just you know? throw you crazy sometimes? Because you're like, oh, no. Oh, he did it. Okay. Not as impressive. He doesn't do yeah. as crazy as Johnny. He yeah. doesn't, you know, the plays aren't as big and whatever. But, man, like, they're, they're coming under pressure. And you know how Johnny had that off? Uh, like off balance throw. Yeah, that's what I'm talking and, about. And the he, stuff that you don't want to see him doing. You're like, oh, he made it. But he's getting, yeah, and he mm-hmm. makes the plays and he likes to hit the ball, the, you know, the guys deep and throw yeah. the ball deep. He's got a little something there. Not to mention, the dude's an athlete. Yeah. And when I say he can escape, the dude can make some dudes look pretty foolish out in the open field. <laughs> I like that about him. Well, good. He awesome. also has a little instinct, unlike some of our other quarterbacks that, you know, have sort of almost run into pressure. Like Haynes. he had he, – he's seen Haynes, uh, Mon, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, he seems to have that instinct of, okay, where's, where's everybody at? And he – at the high school level, it's a whole different ball game. But just a little bit of Johnny. Just a little bit of Johnny. Get everybody excited out there. Oh, Johnny's coming back. Here we go. Get excited, folks. Get, Get excited. excited. Mind you, he won't he won't touch the field for the next two years. So, yeah. uh, so I, but I think he's a he was a need. Yeah, I can see that. He was a need. Yeah, absolutely. We probably need another another one somewhere. Look, if 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 Johnson transfers, they need to pick they pick up a two two star. That's what I'm saying. They need you know what pick, I mean? I think another two stars. Or three stars in the work somewhere. I'm just not sure where. We gotta get something. You gotta else. get another body. Exactly. Um, just for practice. Yeah. 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 Mean, we saw them practicing last year. I mean, they run first team, second team, third team, fourth team. And Eli wasn't on the fourth team. He was on the bench. Yeah. But they had what's his name uh, Bose. Bose running the fourth team. Yeah. So, so dude, he was a big time get. I'm gonna tell you another guy that it's gonna end up being a huge get. Tease, the wide receiver. Now, he's a smaller guy, 5'11-ish, speed guy. Yeah. Speed guy. You can use that. He can go. Yeah. 
Good hand. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of work to do with his route running still. Lots of work to do with the route running. Right. But with the guys that we've lost at wide receiver in the portal, he's all of a sudden going to be a second teamer on this team the day he steps on the field. Really? Second team. Well, because why? Because everybody else left. There you go. That's why. So, so big get at wide receiver. I, we don't know what's going to happen with Preston and Anias, right? Think about who's returning for sure. Mohammed. Is he for sure? I guess for sure. Okay. I'm about to say. <laughs> Stewart. I guess for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Noah Thomas. Yeah, he's for sure. For sure. Yeah, he's for sure. I'm pretty I mean, I feel. Kenyon Jackson. I have no idea who he is. For sure. Big, big, big kid. Did That's it. The, did you see the field last year? No. I think he did once earlier at, in one game. I don't remember. Four guys. Yeah. Scholarship wide receivers. Four. That's it. Now, if you add Smith and Preston, you get six. Still not enough. You add this guy seven, those numbers start to be decent. Well, let's go ahead and add one of those. Let's say one, either Smith or Preston. I'd say one of them. Right? And then T's. Now you've got six scholarship wide receivers. You maybe add somebody in the portal. You know, you still got to add numbers there, right? Yeah. So this guy was a big get. Mm. He was a big get. Not just because he's a good ball. He's a four-star athlete that can run. Yes. But we needed him at That's that position. That's what I'm saying. If, he, if it wasn't – if we didn't lose, what, four receivers we said before? At least. We lost Marshall. Yeah. Price. Yeah. Uh, Lane. Lane. Um, Yuki. That's four. Yuki Brown. Yeah. That's four guys that could have been bad. So that way this would not have been such a need. It would right. have been like we talked about – he comes in, gets his feet wet, maybe plays a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if we had another freshman wide receiver. That's what I'm saying. It's a position of need. That is definitely – that and secondary now is a position need. Right. Going into last year, this time of year, we had those recruits coming in. Like, we should be set for a couple of years, yeah. right? Yeah, last two years we've had good numbers at wide receiver. Yeah, right? yeah. And not anymore. Cool. So, and then finally, Platt, the tight end, came came over. He was a committed Stanford commit. Yeah. Jimbo turns him. And, and get some out here. Obviously, the tight end position has been a key for Jimbo over the years. We've got some guys, don't get me wrong. But we lost Smith in that group. We lost Smith in that group. Max right? Wright. And Max Wright is 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 gone, right? right. He's graduated. So, so, yes, we've still got some guys. An important piece of that puzzle is going to be Johnson. Does he, he stay? Does his brother go and he go? That's what Do I'm they saying. both stay? But if he does, and it's right now, Jake Johnson's been, you know, he's 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 here. Yeah. You got Green and Jake, the Swede, and Platt now. And I went and watched this kid a little bit, and I'm gonna tell you what, he's a big dude. Like Jake Johnson's big. Remember how big yeah. Jake looked even amongst our football team? Mm-hmm. This dude's that big. Really? He's that kind of size. He may not be quite as good of an athlete overall as a Jake, right? He doesn't. He's he's he doesn't. So he's not going to see the field for the first year. Then I think he's got another year of developing. Yeah, yeah. maybe a year or two. Yeah, yeah. I got you. And and he's going to grow into that body, but I think he's got the opportunity to be a big time ball player in a couple of years because that size. And is, that's the way it should be, though. Important. Like you said, a year or two away, which is yeah. fine. Let's develop him. Let's get him yeah. in there because we shouldn't expect that much. That's the way I see our freshmen or most freshmen in college. Give him a year. Give him a two. He, this is a guy that I it's see as a bonus, a bonus get for Jimbo, right? Because yeah. it wasn't a position of need. No. It wasn't a position of need. Right, that we know. right now, yeah. right? 
Um, but but he's a good he's a talented ball player that's going to develop into a really good ball player yeah. in a couple of years. No, I agree. So he's a nice act. And then we're going to top it off here with the bell cow, not the punter. Damn it! The bell cow is going to be Owens. Oh, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're punter, you? We are. Yeah. We are. Uh, so Owens, man, Ruben Owens, dude, and everybody's making a big deal about obviously this guy coming over after he flipped over from Louisville, and for good reason. The guy's one of the top backs in the country, and do we have Anita tailback? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, still Daniels, still Le'Veon Moss. So there's we still got those guys there. Crown over, I think, is still in the mix. Mm-hmm. But this guy's going to be your number three back right off the bat as a freshman. Right. And probably already getting carries. And and as I watch him play, he's not like the big power back, and he's definitely got some developing to do in the mm-hmm. weight room and things. Yeah. But the dude is a natural runner. Like a natural runner. He sees the hole, right. and he hits the hole. That's good. In, in tight spaces, he makes people miss. To me, it's impressive because he's got that vision, and you know, you always hear me talk about it. You know, as an offensive coordinator, it always took us a long time to teach our tailbacks, like, look, don't bounce, cut back. Don't bounce, cut back. We used to work it, work it, work it, work it. And when we finally got them to do it, that offense exploded, exploded. And this guy's got that already. Right. Like, he's going to show up day one and already have that, that vision. When you watch him run, he's smooth. You know, he's smooth, but you don't, you rarely see him miss a hole. You know, right? the guy is not going to be a bruiser and all that. That's not his style. But as a pure runner, it's pretty impressive to watch him play. No, I like what you're going with that. I mean, and the one thing our offensive line showed they could do towards the end of the season was run block. They couldn't pass block for anything, but run blocking. When given the chance, and when we stuck with it, yeah, the running game was solid. And I think yeah. having a second, third running back to put in there, change of pace, change of speed. I mean, anything you want to call it. And look, we know, look, we know, A. Chain was Jimbo's guy. Oh yeah, right. And Jimbo has his guys, and when you're one of his guys, you don't come off the field. Right. A. Chain was one of those guys. With this group of backs. You're going to have a rotation. Right. You're going to have a mix. You're going to have a third down back. You're going to have a... Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to alternate between Daniels and Moss. And I think early on... Even unless one of them just, for some reason, stands out and has a crazy year. I don't see him doing what he did with A-Chain. I see him doing what you're talking about. Spiller and A-Chain type of situation. Yeah. Here's the other thing with Owen. He's got good hands. And the guy can make some plays on the ball if you stick him out there and run, run some routes with him as well. Well, so I'll tell you, if he's good with catching the ball, our, our receivers are lacking right now. <laughs> I mean, and it, might be in a, it might be an Anaya situation. That's true, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's true, too. And actually, him and Daniels. Anias was our, one of our tailbacks, and then he became one of our top receivers. And him and Daniels both have those skills. So. Yeah. You know, those are both guys that they can have on the field at the same time, especially, like you said, at the depth of wide receiver and isn't it there. Right. But I do think that this guy is a is the bell cow of this recruiting class and probably the guy that ends up Bigger than this? Yes. Wow. Because of the position of need. Yeah. I, mean, you know I, I mean? understand that, yeah. 
Um, and if the linebackers and secondary guys were a little bit bigger names, I would say that would be the bell cow, but right. it's not the situation. Not. Yeah, I got you. If we hadn't lost Hill to Texas at linebacker, you know, that would have been the guy. Yeah. You know? But, hey, look, I don't. how can you blame the guy when your defense coordinator only has one linebacker on the field half the time? No, that shit, I don't so, believe it. What's, I, up? I, I, What's the guy's name with LSU that dominated all year? Perkins. God, that guy was amazing. Was. Ah, just but, makes me sick to my stomach. We could have had him, but we wouldn't have used him right. And that, and that defense that we had? Yeah. You know what? He would have been. So, so look, going back to this recruiting class, and I guess putting a little bit of a bow on it. Some people may be disappointed in the fact that we went from number one to number 14. I'm actually on the boat that this is actually a pretty darn good job of recruiting by Jimbo because coming off of a five and seven year, right. with all the turmoil that happened this past year and all the things still going on, you still don't know who your office coordinator is going to be or what the play caller is going to be. You you know, so many different things that are out there and questions, the, the questions with the linebackers and def- on defense and all that, all that jazz, mm-hmm. you know, and then you come out and finish strong on a class to get it up to the number 14th ranked class in the country, knowing that you're taking smaller numbers, right? Right. I, I think it's a great job of recruiting on their part. It shouldn't surprise anybody because Jimbo's always been a great recruiter. You know, a question that I want to come back to our next episode is something about where our class from last year is now. How would you not so much either rank them after or the departure. after the departure and – where does it stand? What are yeah. you expecting? Because last year, after we got that class, we were expecting Not natties. Yes, exactly. At least to compete for them. Now, are we even talking that? Well, I think we've got a long ways to go before we say that. We don't even have an 85 man roster right now. All right. So, around the country in recruiting, big day for Oregon. I mean, they go, yeah. you know, three five star players. They bring in a guy from Ohio State, a guy from LSU. They go get a quarter, the quarterback from from Baylor. That the Aggies wanted and couldn't yeah, get. Exactly. Aggies wanted and couldn't get. You know, so they go in and do some big time stuff there, closing out a signing day, mm-hmm. uh, end up in the top five. What do you think about that Oregon deal? I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, I think Oregon's using the night money. They got Bo Nix, who said he's coming back. Uh, Oregon's looking pretty good now. The Look, 12, and that, you got UCS, USC and UCLA leaving, and what, next year, the year after, something yeah. like that, they're leaving. I think it's Oregon's to lose now, and you know. And look, you know, you you go talk about what they've done. They also seem to have hit on that hire with Dan Landing, right? Because mm-hmm. he seems to have brought a good energy to that program. Right. You know, some youthfulness, some energy, all those types of things. He, money. you know, he's money. Yeah. You know, but you know, he's attracting kids that are that are that used you know weren't coming there, um, and at the important positions too, right? And so. I'm impressed with what he's done so far. We'll see where he takes them. I mean, they competed for the Pac-12 this year. Yeah. You know, next year they're probably going to be riding it with USC and those yeah. guys. I mean, and they, I think Oregon is on the right trajectory. They learned a lot, I think, playing Georgia, getting their ass yeah. up in the first game, saying, mm-hmm. hey, we're not there yet, but we need to get better players to get there. I mean, yeah. I think everybody knows they need to get better players, but they need to go and do what it takes to get those players. And that's what Oregon's doing. Another, I was Bama number one. They pretty much locked up the number one class. Look, yeah. oh Jimbo doesn't stay down long, right? Jimbo, oh Saban doesn't stay down long, right? He's gonna sit in there and you know he, what he said last year about all the NIL and all that stuff. He did it for a reason. He was sending his, his own folks a message down there in Alabama. We're gonna send them like, hey, it's time to it's time to pick it up, yeah. right? And so 
and and they have right now that number one recruiting class is theirs they're gonna take they're gonna take that and they of course they got to retool a little bit but i'm sure that they're looking to you know bounce right back next year they got the number one recruiting class this year i mean they were they've been in top five year mm-hmm. after year after year so it's not like they've had a bad and then they get the top players they get to hand pick the guys out of the transfer out of transfer yeah right. i mean they got the gives at running back who's a number one re- draft pick this year coming to the nfl uh they get receivers left and right when they want them. Offensive linemen. Yeah. I mean, come on. So, yeah, they're not, they're never going to be hurting. No. Uh, so he's doing his, Saban's doing saving things. Yeah. Georgia's right there at two. A surprise to me, Miami's up there in the top five. How did, how does Miami, after the, the year that they had, how are they able to get into that kind of category in the recruiting? They've world? got to be doing NIL stuff because there's no way. If you watch that team play this year, they had a quarterback who's supposed to be one of the top quarterbacks in the nation. And Late in the egg, awful. Their whole team was awful. Awful. I mean, they lost the Aggies. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. I don't know if there's cartel money sponsoring that stuff over there. <laughs> gotta be something, man. <laughs> Good old Miami, man. They're doing some Great. Miami Number things over there. Wow. Texas is up there, man. Obviously, with the addition of Arch Manning, that's a big. That's a big get. Um, LSU's got a. a and big, you know the thing about recruiting is if. And it's something I hope Jimbo's learned, or if he not, he has to learn how to use these guys. Mm-hmm. He can't use his scheme, and so Sark has to learn that too. I don't. I hope he's not as upstairs as Jimbo is, saying, "Hey, you're going to come here and do my way." Well, you get the right players, you know. If Arch Manning, he's not a dual threat quarterback. Are you going to run a dual threat quarterback system where you have no, to get run? And, and look, and that's that's an that's a great point, you know, because at the end of the day, we know, and we've seen it here in Aggieland, and M baby. That's you it. know, you know, we've seen it here. You can't just bring in the the high, the recruits. You have yeah. to develop them and put them in a position to succeed, right? You don't get a whole bunch of defensive linemen and run a three man front. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you don't recruit D line, D line, D line year after year after year. Some of the best D line draft, I mean, recruits year after year and run a three man front. And listen, and you, you don't know, have any freaking linebackers. We can talk about it all day long, and everybody always wants to say, "Well, you got to recruit, you got to recruit, you got to recruit." Okay, that's well, fine, yeah, yeah. but, but. They're six, we're the sixth team, sixth ranked recruiting class in the SEC alone at AM. So no. if, if your goal is to be more talented than everybody else, well, too bad. You're already falling behind. Mm-hmm. And we've, you, you know, you're always competing with Alabama and Georgia that are in that boat. But there's five other programs altogether that are, have recruited better than you this year. My point is here that at the end of the day, you have to coach them up and you have to be able to develop those guys. Otherwise, the recruiting matters zero. And it's just, I mean, you and I talked to it, talked about it until we're blue in the face about you don't get these kind of players and then play them out of position or play, you have a, a running offensive line they can run. Well, you, yeah. you don't stop running the ball and throw the ball 70% of the time, correct? correct. And that's what I'm saying. And we learned that towards the end of the season. Like the LSU game, we ran the ball more effectively. Effectively. And uh, we don't put our quarterbacks in a position to get killed behind the offensive line. And when they're showing seven in the box, we got five offensive line that are having a hard time blocking as it is and just run go routes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just, oh, yeah. it's, it's terrible. And that's what I'm hoping Jimbo learns. Once again, it's putting them in a position to be successful. Exactly. Helping them out on that end, right? Yeah. All right. So. We've talked recruiting. Let's hit the transfer portal real quick. Look, right now, 25 players in the transfer portal for AM. That includes a couple of non-scholarship guys and a kicker. 
But the majority of those guys are real players. Yeah. 25 is the bigger key here. Look, Luke, I can name single players. I, I think Harris, Denver Harris, I think is an absolute beast. I think mm-hmm. he's going to end up going somewhere. So, and he's going to be a he's going to be a top-ranked Marshall DB. Marshall going to TCU. Huge. I think he's going to blow up over yeah, there. Huge. Right? Huge. Smoke's going to Georgia. Yeah. Smoke's going to Georgia. You don't think he's going to go play over there and make plays? Yeah. That dude's going to be a, a first-round draft pick by the time it's all said and done. Exactly. There are players. Adelia, who's oh, at, who's already committed not, to Michigan State. I don't right? like the, I don't love the Michigan State thing, but, I mean, yeah. But, you know, these guys are players. Judy to Nebraska. like it. You know, these guys have already committed to these schools. Um, but the numbers, just the sheer numbers yeah. alone, and we talked about it earlier. We were looking at what the death chart looks like. There, it just leaves everything very bare. Very bare. And and I'm sure they're trying to do something about it. And I'm sure they're just as confused as we are about it. About, mm-hmm. oh, man, where did it go wrong? What did we do wrong? Well, a lot of the things that did go wrong and have gone wrong have not been fixed, I don't think. Yeah. You know, there's only been one. How many coaching changes? One. Well, one fire. That's one thing. That, well, just one fire. Yeah, and, and look, so we'll see what ha- ends up coming of that, and we're going to talk a little bit about that here after a bit. But, look, Mar- we'll talk. Marshall to TCU, I think that's a great idea Huge. by Marshall, right? That dude is going to go yeah. over there and gonna they're going to throw him the ball like they had to the, to their number one guy this year. He's that, yeah. kind of, he's that kind of player. He's got talent. Smoke to Georgia, perfect Huge. fit. If, yeah. Look, and he – And then there's going to be some guys that we not, didn't even hear about this year that are going to go somewhere yeah. and get playing time, and you're going to be like – the Georgia Tech connection. Oh, King, God. White, and Lane all go to Georgia Tech. Lane and King. King's going to be throwing it Lane. Over. No, 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 I'm not crazy about it. I, I kind of think that you're about to see the resurgence of Georgia Tech football. I don't, we go. Think I don't think you are. Stars to New Mexico State. How about that one? Love it. Love it. He's going to get to play, right? Yeah, he'll be a tight end or something. <laughs> uh, quick hit. Colorado and Dion. Any thoughts? I mean... He's got the recruiting class up to 29. He's got them excited there. I'll he, tell you that. Does. He's got them excited. Colorado. The five-star from last year, Jackson State. State by the way, it's just hilarious. The five-star Jackson State, by the way, is already over there. Travis Hunter. Hunter. It's, yep. His son's there. Travis Hunter, the, the quarterback, his son, is yeah. going to join him, obviously. Uh, and he's got a couple of other guys that he, they, they've already And, you know, Dion said it. You know, hey. I'm coming. Y'all might as well hit the transfer portal talking to his players. Well, they, they got they got about ten of their guys on in the transfer portal on the way out, and they've got. They, but he's already got eight in. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna do. He's gonna do his work. Dion's yeah. gonna work. We'll see how that works out for. Yeah. Uh, all right. A quick look at the current roster for 23. Right now, we feel pretty decent about the depth at O line. We talked about it at tight end. We talked about it. Running back with the group that we talked about earlier should yeah, be okay. okay. Yeah. At defensive line, we feel good. real good. Only four cornerbacks on this roster right now. Not excited about that at all. Only four quarterbacks. I think the only one we didn't mention was Bobby Taylor. He didn't play much this past yeah. year. He was hurt. You've been excited um, about him for a while. I've been excited about him, but he, he's got to get healthy. And, right. Because he's going to have to play. Yeah. Chappelle, Harmon, Bobby Taylor, the freshman. And I do feel like the transfer portal is somewhere when you'll see a bigger name come in. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel strong about one of those Carolina guys, maybe. one. I'm not sure. I just heard some stuff. Uh, that, I feel about one of those guys, maybe. And then um, 
that the linebacker position is still a huge need. Only four linebackers right now. And a couple of those guys are guys that they like to use at rush in. I want to see a linebacker that can actually tackle and help stop the running game. I mean, linebackers should be able to tackle. Well, they should be. Should be. Uh, only six safeties. We have three up there in the time. That's only, you know, and that's including the freshmen. That's including the guys that we just signed. Yeah, it's not good. Five wide receivers. That's scary. It's just scary how much. Of course, that, that's 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 assuming Preston and Nias are not here. And that's assuming that Moose, Moose and Stewart are. Yeah. So, but those numbers are the scary numbers, right? Five wide receivers, only four cornerbacks, only six safeties, only four linebackers. Those are scary numbers to me. This needs to there there needs to be an influx of bodies. What bodies? What have you seen from A and M? If you're a wide receiver, that makes you want to go to A and M because we throw the ball 50, 60 times a game. No, I'm just saying. I mean, what makes you? We've talked about it for. A, I, mean, I can understand a running back coming here because yeah, you know, we do a good job. Tight ends in the past, our offensive line. I can understand them coming here because we've done a good job with offensive yeah. lines in the past. Mm-hmm. Tight ends, yeah, we've done a good job developing some tight ends and actually getting them in the league. And we've done a good job of not, you know, wide. Yeah. But wide receivers, besides Evans, we had some guys going pros, but in the last few years, what have we? Yeah, not much. I mean, that's the one position I can say I don't understand it at all, especially since Jimbo's been here, because our passing game has struggled. And I think, you know, and I think he has to take that into consideration as he as he goes forward with what he's going to do with this offense over the next couple of years, right? Because he needs to, you know, he's been able to attract some of his talent. He needs to be able to continue to do it. And to do that, he needs to make them playmakers, right? We're just going to get Jimbo in here next time. We'll get him in. So All right, question from the tailgate brought to you by David Coffin, PLLC, Tax Controversy and Litigation Lawyers, only Tax Controversy and Litigation Attorneys here in BCS. Question number one, what's going on with the basketball team? Oh, God. Six and five just lost to Wofford. Wofford, yeah. Wofford? Wofford. Wofford. And, you know, I thought about this game going into it. They laid a big old Wofford. Tex Ags was talking, oh, this should be a W. This is definite W. And I was looking at it, and I looked at Wofford's record, and I was like, you know, Wofford's a basketball school. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. And this was a scary game, and, of course, they lost. Hey, look, they play up to Memphis. Give yeah. them a, you know, give them a game. Yeah. Come back down and play the Waffle. You know, on paper, our team should be better than last year's team. And we lost Q. We lost our best player. That's Well, we did lose Q. But I'm saying we had some more talent come in. We have four other starters coming back, plus bench players. This we should be. But this is we the problem. Be we, we should be Whopper. Yes. We should have won a lot of those games that we lost. You know how I feel about our basketball coach. Oh, I love him. He's great. I love him. Yeah. But this is the problem with having what the team turn over every year, year in and year out. And that's that they don't have any consistency coming back at the beginning of the year. They always start crappy, and it takes them till midseason to get that team together the way he wants it to because they have to play his style of basketball. Yeah. And it what is takes his them. Style? What's his style? High intensity. Hustle defense. Hustle defense. And and so here's the thing. It takes them to, until halfway through the year to do that, and then by then you're so far behind the eight ball, it's hard to make it up in the last half. What happened last year? We lost, went on a seven-game losing yeah. streak, and then we um, went on that run, and we still didn't get in the tournament, which we all thought we were getting in, but we didn't. And this year expectations were a little bit higher. 
I just don't see it happening again, man. I'm sorry, Buzz. I like you a lot. I don't know. End of the more, day, I don't know how much more patience they're going to have with him. That's right, Buzz. I hate to say it, but he might be on the as hot seat. As much as we like him, you got on the hot seat. Is he on the hot seat? He, he's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northwestern State and Prairie View, then the SEC. So if we don't beat Northwestern and Prairie View, sorry, Buzz. I'll say bye. We'll get him on the show. All right, thoughts on Jimbo's comments in the presser? Jimbo, I don't think he's going to relinquish the play calling as much as he says it. He needs to say, hey, I've got an offensive coordinator in mind. He's going to be calling it. He needs to say that instead of beating around the bush the whole time saying, yeah, you know, if it's the right guy and the right fit and, you know, the right. No. Hey, I'm hiring an offensive coordinator for I can be the CEO of this team and stand back and, and make sure everything else around me, because I know what mistakes I made in the past, but he's not willing to admit that. That you know, is what his ego will not let him sit there and go, I made mistakes, and I'm ready to make a change. And he has not proven to me one bit that he can make a change, except for the worst, by hiring a defensive coordinator, runs a three-minute front, and he doesn't have the sack to get rid of that guy after one year, because he knows what he kept doing was wrong. I'll say this. Say, you know me, I love to read the tea leaves, right? Yeah. And the one thing I can tell you about this is that this is the first time I've heard Jimbo talk. And it almost That's all he does is talk. Yeah, yeah, that is all. But anytime he's ever he's ever said a word, this is the only time I've ever even gotten the inclination that he may be willing to give a play call. And I take that as a move in a positive step, in a positive direction. And I don't want people thinking I'm not a I am I like Jimbo. I like parts of Jimbo, but I don't like the certain things that he keeps doing over and over that we all see that he hasn't changed. And so until he does it, I'm not going to be The one thing he said in that press conference the other day, and look, he talked about the recruits and the same thing he always says about players and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The one thing he said that was a positive comment is, you know, maybe I do – Maybe I am going to bring in somebody to call the plays. Maybe. Because, maybe. because maybe. Go ahead. it'll give me a chance to run the program, and there's so much around college football nowadays that you need to be nowadays. a CEO. Nowadays. Like if it's only just happening. No, no, nowadays. So, but the, the fact that he said those words, one, nowadays. he's probably been listening to the podcast because we've been talking about it. He needs to be the CEO. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get him on the show. That way we can talk to him and tell him what's going on. Well, I thought it was a positive comment. Apparently, you're still not sold. Whenever I'm... you say the word maybe, yeah. that's not positive. Maybe. We're not, Don't we're still not sold. maybe. No. We're still not sold. Until we see it. I guess we'll All find right. out. Till next time. Till next time. Giga Maggie's AP Corey signing out from the tailgate.